Welcome back to BTW, Balance Field Workshop, here at the Database with Rabbi Yoshua Eisenberg, where today we are going to finally go through some different options for Havdalah. We can do some basic, you know, chazanas, but we're going to really mainly focus on the musical options for Havdalah. Not every Havdalah is a musical Havdalah, but, you know, on the right Shabbosos with the right setting, maybe it's a Shabbaton, wherever, whatever the circumstance um, if it calls for that musical Havdalah, maybe you are the musical special guest Chazan for the Shabbos and they want you to do Havdalah, whatever the situation, so we're going to provide you some options for Havdalah. And um, there are going to be the classical options, which you are probably familiar with, but you would like to just have a version of someone singing it, so we're going to do that right now after we thank our sponsors. First, Lily Nishmas, Shmuel Menachem, and Ari Leib, and Leah Bas Avram, Neshama Shavan Thank you, Anonymous. And we have sponsorship from Yonan Khani Laster. Thank you for that second time sponsorship. Anyone else who wants to sponsor, just reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. And that's the same place to reach out if you have any requests um, for any of the Shiorim or podcasts um, in Baltzvila Workshop that we do. So I've already taken up requests, and Bezras Hashem can continue if you reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. Now, Havdalah is um, obviously said at the conclusion of Shabbos. It is really, according to uh, some, it's actually part of the mitzvah diaraisa, maybe. I think that according to the Rambam, this is the case. The mitzvah diaraisa of Kiddush. Um, a bunch of weeks ago, we did a workshop on Kiddush. And we were going to come back to Havdalah, but then Shavuos came around, and I didn't even get to all the content I wanted to get to for Shavuos. So Bezras Hashem, maybe in a year from now, we'll see where we're holding. Hopefully Mashiach will be here by then anyway, um, but could be the Baltzvila workshop will still be relevant. Um, nonetheless, um, we are finally getting to Havdalah, which is the second part of the Kiddush, really. And really, Kiddush and Havdalah, they basically mean the same thing, but one's more, I guess, in the positive, and one's more in the neutral, maybe negative, um, that we, um, you know, we know with the famous line, I think it was attributed to the Chazanish, maybe Chazam Sofer, someone please um, uh, fact-check me on that, but the, um, we say that if we don't make the Kiddush, the Goya make the Havdalah. The basic idea is that both of them mean a separation or a division, but Kiddush means in the form of something sacred and sanctified. When you separate something because of its lofty status, that's Kiddush. Havdalah is merely differentiation. It's differentiating between Shabbos and Chol, for example. And so when we are Makadesh, Shabbos, at its entry, and then we make Havdalah at its exit, we are cordoning off Shabbos, so when you go into the Kedusha of Shabbos, we say Kiddush. When we leave the Kedusha of Shabbos and we go into Chol, we obviously don't call that a Kiddush. We call that a Havdalah. It's just a separation. Now Havdalah is made up of the paragraph of Hinei Kel Yishuasi, um, which is uh, based on, it's just a bunch of Pesokim from Tehillim, uh, minus the final one, which um, is, actually, uh, sorry, it's not all from Tehillim. We have from Yishayahu, Hinei Kel Yishuasi, the first um, two Pesokim of Havdalah is from Yishayahu. And the last one we know is famously from Megillus Esther. All right, that's Lehudim Haisa Ura. Um, and obviously, um, the assumption is you have all of your equipment here with you to do Havdalah. Now, really, Havdalah is one of those things that should not be done on a microphone. Maybe Hine Kel Yeshua C can be done on a microphone, um, but um, the Barachos should certainly not be done with a microphone. Um, so just make sure. Um, for purposes of people being outside with your brachos, so um, even if you prefer for Shemek Ona or whatever it may be, um, you should uh, make sure 
that you're saying the brachos the normal way, even though there is um, obviously the the ambiance that you would like to have, but there there are things that you can do that can uh, that can hinder the halachic aspect of Avdallah, and that would not be okay. So obviously those things you have in mind. Also, I remember I was one time um, involved in a Havdalah where the person doing Havdalah was um, completely holding, um, you know, a guitar or I don't even remember what it was. Maybe it was a banjo or a ukulele. I don't remember what it was. But the point is that you can't, you know, you, you, it's very easy to lose sight of the, um, the, the important parts. So meaning the person who's being Mavdal should be holding the coast, should not be holding a guitar, right? And there's a point where really you should be holding the coast and the basamin. So it's important to, to recognize um, these things and uh, not, not to compromise any halacha when trying to have a nice, beautiful ambiance for havdalah. And that means regardless of the tune you're going to use, right? The, the, um, the, you can't lose in the, the halacha or the hashkafa in the attempt to make havdalah very nice. So even if you're going to be used, so you, know, you might think maybe you're going to use the Karlbach tune, um, we're going to go through a Karlbach tune, we're going to go through Mudjit's tune, and maybe we'll even throw in a little bit of the, uh, the Debbie Friedman tune, um, which was adopted by NCSY for the Brachos. Um, but we're also going to have the Karlbach version for that as well. But basically, in Havdalah, what we're essentially saying is, Amhine Kel is talking about how we fear nothing because we have Hashem with us, and that he's the, the, we quote from Yeshayahu that the waters of, of uh, the, from the wellspring of Yeshua, the wellspring of uh, the Mayane Yeshua, the wellspring of salvation is going to be drawn for us. And we, it's basically we're acknowledging that Hashem is the master of all salvations. And that's essentially what we're asking for here. All these psukim are psukim about, about salvation. Uh, maybe uh, uh, for a separate discussion, um, if someone can um, let me know what, what, why we focus so much on salvation in Havdalah, but maybe this is the point that we're leaving from the Me'in Olam Haba, we're leaving from the Shabbos, the time of Geula, we're going back into Chol, where it's actually scary, it's very daunting. So maybe we're asking at this point for Hashem to, um, to escort us into that with, uh, you know, with, w- w- with salvation. Okay, so... Now, um, for, we're, we're going to start off the Hine Kel Yeshuasi. There are two basic tunes. I guess, uh, let's say you're not just doing Nusach, right? If you're doing Nusach, the Nusach will, will sound um, probably like this. This is the one I'm familiar with, though I'm sure there are many ways you can do it. But what I'm familiar with is Hine Kel Yeshuasi Haftach Velo Hefchad Kizim Zimriyaska Hashem Vahil Yeshua Ushavdem Ayemisa Samim Ayne Yeshua Lashem Yeshua Alam Chaber Chasech Haselo but as we said, we're going to focus mainly on the the uh, beautifying um, musical Havdalah. So we're going to start with um, the Mudgets tune, which has been adopted um, by NCSY and others, and then we'll do Karlbach after. So, the Mudgets tune, and the, uh, for those who don't know, the Mudgets Sarebbe, he he was um, one of his um, quotes was that music is the language of the neshama, the language of the soul. So now, um, speaking from the soul, we are going to do the um, one of the many Mudgets tunes that are that are out there for Hine. <coughs> Hine kel Yeshua si Hayev zach v'lo evchad 
And then for this part, either you could wait and everyone will sing together and then you'll join after, or you can just sing it with them. And then you can either, at that point, you could go into the Karabach Brachos, um, which we'll get to soon, or you can go into the the Debbie Friedman. Right, so um, it's, some people don't even realize that the different parts of Havdal are actually composed by different individuals. So this this part um, with the brachos is um, not mudgets. Baruch atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam Borei Perihi Hagafen Right, so you do that for Hagafen, then you have Bissamim, and then you have Me'orei Eish. It's all Machlokas. Are you supposed to start getting benefit from the light before you make the bracha or after? So, I um, mean, both versions um, exist. So, that's its own question. Also, um, what if, uh, so what do you, um, what, when, when, when's the rule for when you say Me'orei Ha'esh? When do you have a fire? So, there are only two times. Motzei Shabbos, as long as, um, yes, yeah, so there's Motzei Shabbos and Motzei um, Yom Kippur. Right, because um, well, the the point is that we use the fire, we acknowledge the fire um, at the t- um, only after times where you're not allowed to light a fire, when you can't kindle a fire. Uh, we know that fire was also discovered. The Gemara in Sachem tells us that fire was finally discovered. Hashem helped Adam Harishon, quote unquote, create and discover fire, and so Ma'ariah Eish that that was on Motzei Shabbos. Um, and Motzei Yom Kippur, you're also not allowed to kindle a light on Yom Kippur, so we have fire on Motzei Yom Kippur. Otherwise, you don't have a fire. Now, what we also have to cover is, what if you're using the Friedman tune and you're doing it for the final bracha of Havdalah? So, the big concern, one of the concerns you always have on these Kirov Shabbatones, and sometimes even elsewhere, is that people will start singing the brachos with the with the chazan who's leading it, and that's obviously a problem. You can't do that. Um, no, no noise should be made during the brachos. You should just be listening. Then you say amen, then you want to sing a little bit. Okay, fine. But um, otherwise, you shouldn't. For the final bracha, you really have the struggle. 
So even though there are many different configurations of, of using the, the musical Havdalah, right? You could start with Majitz, you could start with Karlbach, you could do the Friedman Brachos, or you could do the Karlbach Brachos. So assuming you're doing the Friedman Brachos, let's do the final one and show, you, uh, show a way that you can do it in a way that people won't say Amen too early, right? Because for all the other Brachos, right? So for Basaman, for example, Baruch Hashem Elokeinu Melech HaOlam So for the final Brach of Havdalah, it does not end that early. And when it doesn't end that early, what are you going to do, right? If you're going to do, um, Now people might say Amen after that, and then they'll be misled because that's not when the bracha ends. And then maybe they're not Yotze. So what do you do then? So you got to make sure you do the bracha in a way that's not going to sound like the bracha is over. So this is how I've done it over the years, the times that I would use this tune. So it would be like this. Maruch atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam Hamavdil bein kodesh lechol bein or lechoshech Hoi bein Yisrael o'amim Bein yom ha'shmi l'sheshes yemei Baruch atah Hashem you could either do a simple or if you want to go for the big finish right and then you go into everything else that comes on after that okay so then you have that um, now what about for other versions right so we said you could do the Karlbach version so let's do a little bit of Karlbach now and for the Karlbach tune for Hine Kel Yishuasi so it's my understanding there are a couple of different ways that you can fit the tune in um, in terms of how many times to do the low part, how many times to do the high part. So I think for the first line, Hine Kelishwasi through Vayahililishua, that would all be the low part twice. And then um, and then you go into the next part. I don't even. If I, I don't. I wouldn't call the next part the high part because it actually goes down. So I guess the lower part, um, low two maybe, whatever you would refer to it as. But um, I'll, I'll do more than one version. So let, let's just start with hine. So for the next part, you could either, I guess, do that part again, or you can go back down to the original low. I think for the purposes of this recording, I'm going to do two low and then the bridge high, whatever you want to call it, next part, or the other low. So we're going to go back down to the original low. Hashem <laughs> 
miskav lahanu Elokeiakov sehela Hashem sevokos Hashem adam pateyach bach Hashem hoshia melech yaneinu viyom koreinu Then everyone together Layahudim Haisara Vesimcha or you could actually drag that one out a little bit more. So it'd be. <laughs> Or alternatively, if you broke it up differently, so the way the way originally did it. And then you go into the brachos. And then the Kralbach Brachos sound as follows. Actually, before I do, I'll just say that, again, you can do different configurations. So you can do the Mudgets into these Brachos that we're about to do, the Kralbach one. Or if you want to do the Kralbach one, and then go into the Friedman Brachos, you have all the different versions. Anyway, we're going to do Kralbach now. Here we go. Baruch atah Hashem, Elokeinu melech olam, and so you make that graph, but obviously you're not drinking yet. And what I neglected to mention last time we were going through the brachos is that at this point, it's most appropriate if you're able to, to actually pass the kos to your left hand and take the besamim in your right hand. Baruch Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam You smell the besamim, and then we move on to the Second to last bracha, Baruch Atah Hashem, Elokeinu Melech Olam, Borei Miorei Hoesh. And then we get to the last bracha. Baruch Atah Hashem, Elokeinu Melech Olam, Hamavdil Bein Kodesh Lecha, Hebeinu Lecha Oshech. Ben Yisrael, Amen. Ben Yom Hashvil, Shishis Yemei Hamaseh. Hey Baruch Hashem, Hamavdil Bein Kodesh Lecho. And make sure you drink, you sit down, you drink. And if it's the right zone, either way, there is um, a minog that's brought down in the Shulchan Aruch. It's not based on nothing, but at that point, you would sing. Eliyahu anovi, Eliyahu atishmi, Eliyahu agiladi, Eliyahu agiladi. And the reason that is brought down in the Shulchan Aruch, it's not just, you know, because you're on a Shabbaton, right? So what, what things do you have to sing after Shabbos, what things do you not have to sing? So it doesn't, it's not brought down in the Shulchan Aruch that you have to sing six more days till Shabbos, ay, 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 ay. but it is brought down to sing about Eliyahu Anavi, um, and there are. If you look in a in a birchon in, in a bencher, you'll find um, a, 
an elaborate song of Eliyahu Hanavi. But the reason is because at this point we know Eliyahu Hanavi, um, he can't come on Shabbos. Uh, so that's the Gemara, I believe it's in Erev and Adaf Mem Gimel. Um, but we know Eliyahu Hanavi does not come on Shabbos, but he can come after Shabbos. So there's a special reckoning that takes place right after Shabbos where we're looking to see. Um, Eliyahu Hanavi is looking to see if we're for Zoha, and we're hoping, we're, we're looking to see if we're Zoha for Eliyahu Hanavi and um, Mashiach to come. Right now, Eliyahu Hanavi is going to come in, he's going to be the herald for Mashiach, he's going to announce the coming of Mashiach, Vivasarlana Besaras Tovos. So that is what we are hoping for at that point. And uh, so yeah, hopefully for the next time um, you're asked to do a musical Havdalah, whether it was a special event, Shabbos in the Shul, a Shabbaton, whatever it may be, you have something to work with. And as Rosh Hashem, I look forward to dominating with you in the future. Thank you for joining us here at the database.